0: Like to say a very warm welcome to Hannah, who is with us this evening. Uh, Hannah has been on here before talking about her Light Workers unite, and the ascension methodologies that she does to help Light Workers awaken, and um, really sort of get more in the light and more in tune with the changes that are coming on. Really, so I guess what I've um, I've got Hannah on here to talk about is that she's inspired to step more into her ascension work really by sort of losing more attachments around money and things that go with that. Now we recently interviewed a chap called Mark Boyle who did an experiment where he literally gave up uh, living without money for uh, a year and then continued to do so for more than two years and is continuing to do that. So you've kind of been inspired from Mark and through your own inspiration I guess and from your own higher self is it if you call that to sort of follow a similar path so I just wondered if you could just you know enlighten us with what you're going to be doing
1: yes I can it was actually I came across your interview with Mark after I had um kind of come to a bit of a crossroads really so I saw that as just a further sign that what I was feeling um and what I was developing in terms of making a decision was correct uh so that was interesting I did find him after that but, yes, I suppose um I just made a video recently about actually my my life over the last six years because um really since two thousand and five, as you say obviously i've I've done many interviews with you before in the past, um I've been on this continual sort of path of what I call reawakening or rebirthing really. um and so this next stage, as I see it, this this sort of journey, which is going to be um, a very external journey this time where a lot of people can see see what's been going on for me, I guess. Um, it's just a culmination of where I've been led to, if you like. So it started with me um, actually coming to quite a crossroads uh, in the last couple of months. Um, obviously, I trained as a psychotherapist and was working in terms of that um, and had been teaching workshops and courses over the last few years, um, but actually what i was doing although it was fulfilling in some respects um i've shifted and changed quite a lot and it was very important for me to be able to be feeling that everything i was offering was from my heart and in highest alignment obviously for the earth right now and for people so i started to feel that some of the courses i were offering i was offering although they were mainstream and um, people enjoyed them and it offered healing some of these things for example were angel work and sound healing i felt that no matter what courses i gave it always came down to the same point that what i most enjoyed and what i felt was most beneficial was about um the personal soul merge so the journey of ascension and the shift that we are going through um which i think will will culminate in a massive earth change so what really has happened is um i feel i've been prepped by if you like um the spirit spirit uh spirit side and my higher self and the spirit world. I've been led through a, a training, really. That's why I see it the last few years. And I basically thought, well, okay, I've finished my private practice now. I've finished doing all these courses. I'm not going to be able to continue paying my rent um, based on leading workshops about the new earth and planetary shift. Because as I'm sure you're aware in, it's not. Although there are many, many, many people um, working with this, it's not what I would call... Um, you know, sort of that, it's not mainstream, it's still not quite, um, some people obviously still don't even know we're going through a giant shift, for example. Mm.
0: Yeah, it's still very it niche, really, isn't it? <laughs>
1: yes, it is kind of niche, so um, what I'm doing, really, is I've been coming out of the closet, I mean, I did a video about that, but really I have been coming out of the closet externally, so a lot of people, even around me, family and friends, for example, I've been able to hide a little bit about sometimes, you know, I don't sort of, you um, need to go about and say what I do or what my beliefs are but really it was a choice for me which meant that if I continue to follow my heart um, I was going to have to make a joy- choice I was going to have to go back to um, working in psychotherapy or opening my private practice again which I did finish because actually it made me quite ill at one point um, and I started out loving it but I um, actually realised it was quite energy draining and that people were looking for magic, they wanted you to be able to heal them. My work with the New Earth workshops are about inspiring people to help themselves. They are not long courses that cost heaps and heaps of money, which I feel quite um, strongly about that's not not benefiting people right now. and so my decision, really, I saw this image of myself with a suitcase in a green field, <laughs> and my logical mind is going, "Oh dear, what's what's coming?" And um, my higher self, or the unseen realms, where the way I see it, describe it, was sort of suggesting to me, "Okay, so you've been waiting for people to come to you. Um, what we now need to do is is to relinquish, if you like, your last attachment, um, your this money um, that I'm requiring to spend every month." Um, you know, was going to literally stop me from being able to do what I what I love to do. And, and I really have been on a cleansing journey in terms of everything else. Um, so really, I suppose my home is like what you could consider um, my last major attachment. It's not something I want to do for, I'm not getting into self-sacrifice here or punishment. It's, it's something that, because I'm, I'm wary of that, and I think we all need to be aware that it should be a joyous journey. And I want to really, I guess, try and demonstrate to people out there that I can go out there with a suitcase. And, um, of course, there are – I'm not going to be on the streets. So I know that there's many people who have been supported and said that I can stay with them for a time and things. But I want to demonstrate, really, that you can still live through it, that you can be okay, that you can, like me, have thousands and thousands of pounds of debt. Um, you can, you know, live without a television. You can turn vegan and still be alive and uh, be healthy. You can – All of the changes that I have been through, I hope have inspired and shown people that um, you can live actually without these things and actually you can do it and be really happy and free. So as you can see, there's a lot to it, but I'll let you speak now.
0: Yeah, okay. I guess the question that's on everybody's mind is what has given you the the inspiration to do this? What insight have you had uh, to put you on this road?
1: Okay, so... Um, I suppose the way I see it is that um, I do. I have had developed um, my connection with what I perceive as guidance, um, which normally comes, it's it's a heart feeling. So I tend to live my life um, differently to to people that are, um, uh, I don't want to sort of put too many labels around it, but sort of living more in the system or in the norm, the way that we've been trained, let's just say the way we've been socialised, which is to go with the mind, is to go with um, sort of, You know how how should should I I should do this? I need this money. I need to have this. It's all geared around keeping us controlled. So I need to live in this box. Therefore, um, I need money to do that. Therefore, I must do a job which gives me money. So therefore, I might have to sacrifice doing something I want to do in order to. So I've been living by the heart for a while. I would I would say, um, and making decisions from that place. I resigned from my job and so forth three years ago. So. my inspiration really came because of a set of events which led me right to this point. So my husband at the moment is residing in another country. Um, I'm will be moving to America at some point. We don't know when, but I'm um, you know that's in process. Um, I because I of course gave up my private practice and made these decisions from my heart. Although my head was saying, whoa, hang on a minute, you're not going to have money by doing this." I just if you like, in in every decision, I believe there's a decision of faith and and of love, of feeling this feels good, and there's a decision of fear and of a cognitive, what I call as a trained psychotherapist, I would call that a cognitive response, something that would come in and suggest, um, you know, we can't do this because this isn't, you know, so that it's very valid because we need we're still on the physical realm, we need to be able to take care of ourselves, but um, for me this was a crossroads and my guidance was um, on a visual level that I kept seeing myself with a suitcase and it was after um, a series of, well, I started to cleanse my home um, because my vibration had had raised significantly, meaning I was in a very happy place. Um, I think the more that we cleanse ourselves, the more that we heal inside and do our work, the freer we actually feel. So the more that we vibrate in a space of sort of generally feeling good i mean if everyone let just put it simply if everyone out there suddenly started to think okay i'm going to do what i want to do there would be i'm sure a lot of chaos first of all but then order would would come into that and people would generally be happier on the globe because they'd be doing what they wanted to do what their heart suggests what their feelings suggested rather than what their head suggested and what our training is to be able to feed the system um to be controlled and so forth so um Yeah, I just saw the suitcases, I I started cleansing my house and I thought, okay, I keep cleansing and I'm cleansing and I'm releasing all of this stuff from years and and I just thought, oh, I'm not going to be living here anymore and then that's how it began and and really over a series of about three days, I was bombarded with, I mean, I've had a lot of guidance in the past and a lot of um, very um, amazing experiences but I started to see um, where we were heading on a larger scale and what we would need to do to prepare. Um, and uh, I was guided that now I needed to take this information out there and I needed to not be afraid to, to do that um, because it would mean that I, yes, was putting myself out there and saying some things that um, would perhaps cause adversity and judgment but I really do feel we are heading for the collapse of the monetary system. I feel that we're heading for um, a time where If that happens, um, obviously, it's going to cause major issues for everybody in terms of food, uh, what we can eat, um, how we're going to get around. I think we might live through a time where um, all of the things that we've taken for granted um, are possibly going to collapse around us. And so I saw all of these things over a period of about two or three days, um, which all this information was about... Learning all of a sudden how to live off the land and learning to release now all these attachments and not get too used to things now to prepare myself and therefore to prepare other people for this, so it's been incredible um and yeah, I've released a lot of things, and some of those things have been painful um the use of sort of cosmetics i mean i that's been a really hard one for me, I must admit. <laughs> I, I kind of threw it in the bin and then put them, <laughs> pulled it back out of the bin again. And, yeah. Um, yeah. It just shows me this journey I've been on, where as a woman, how controlled I am as well and how attached I may be to what I perceive as how people may look at me and, and judge me for the way that I look. Um, and many other things, uh, you know, about um, personal sort of care. I, look, I was just looking at my shampoo one day and I thought, what is this made up of? How is this made and this is full of chemicals. And if all of a sudden we needed to, how would we make our own soap? How would we make shampoo? How would I make clothes when as a modern woman I don't know how yeah. to sew? <laughs>
0: <laughs> how do you make fresh water as well?
1: Exactly. You know,
0: mm. there's lots of things, and also I guess learning to to plant your own crop and and seeds, and
1: yes. yeah, it definitely. And I, I think these are all things that I had thought of, and my journey obviously has been. Um, one of, of great change in the last sort of six, seven, six years. But yeah. um, it's it's like this all came to me quite sort of suddenly and um, it, it really did make me sort of feel that um, for me right now, I've already lived without a lot of attachments. I mean, for some people, I still have people that have visited me saying, I can't believe you don't have a television, you know, and I've lived like that for... Um, a year and a half I mean I do have access to watching films um if I want to I have my laptop but uh, even that I haven't really used um less and less so I've wanted to do that I yeah. found that I've what really inspires me and what has been guiding me especially as a sound here in the last couple of years is what I perceive as a, as a sort of growing connection with what I call the indigenous um people's I don't need to know them to to be able to experience that. I hold certain um, um, inspiration and guidance from different sort of um, figures on the inner realm and one of them is a Navajo um, chief. And he um, inspires me and often comes up in meditations. And for me, I just feel um, that if we could, we've lost so much where we are and if we could get back to that beautiful simplicity that the Navajo peoples and the Hopi peoples, and which I believe that we did have in Atlantis, of course there was a lot of technology there, but if we could get back to that simplicity of being able to, to live close to Mother Earth, we would all be so much happier. And so most of my time I do spend outside in nature, obviously, especially when the weather's nice, it's a lot better here, but outside in nature, walking, I think being healthy right now, physical health, which I've been concentrating on because that was bad for me for a time. Um, because of the choices that I've made. So I've I've really spent the last, I would say, six months pulling back completely. And I know that a lot of people have been experiencing since the end of 2010 the intense energies that have um, sort of intensified and quickened um, our life experiences. But I've really pulled back and I've worked on myself in terms of building my strength, my stamina, my physical you know, health, because if we don't have that, we, we really are in trouble. Yeah. Um, And just being able to find that simplicity. Um, And naturally, of course, I'm very aware of many sort of spiritual teachers that have lived and people that I admire, like Gandhi, obviously, and and those modern teachers out there that are helping the planet, like Eckhart Tolle. um, For me, it's been always, I've read things in the past and I have studied. Obviously, I've studied a lot academically as well. But I've always believed that... We learn best from our own centre, and I stand by that. And there are some things currently which I get slightly annoyed about um, and passionate about um, that is going on out there uh, in in the new age field, I, I suppose. I mean, I don't fit in any one camp. I'm not quite a psychotherapist. I'm not really a scientist. I'm not, I'm not new age. And um, for me, it can be difficult, but I feel we have to we have to find our own mastery and I think there's a lot of teachers out there or people out there at the moment because let's face it I have to for me calling myself a teacher a spiritual teacher that means that I have to be just like any politician or so forth I I am subject to to certain uh, I suppose criticism and that goes with it unfortunately I'm putting myself out there to be a role model and I do say it's not something you would ask for it's a calling. I started off thinking I was a business. No, I'm not a business. Mm. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm, it's something different. It's been my life. Your life, It is your life. You embody it. And there are people out there at the moment that are taking a, a lot of money from people, um, which is fine. Uh, it's all good. And these things can bring great healing. But I don't know how much sometimes these really long courses and this very mainstream stuff is, is helping people right now because I do think time is of the essence And um, I just feel that people, sometimes people out there, I don't want to name names, but there's people out there that have become businesses. They may have, in the beginning when they started out, come to it through a calling or, or something or their own life, but they've lost the way. And I feel it's sad because they're not demonstrating in their life anymore. They're just sort of, I don't know if they've become... Um, they've lost touch or, or things have happened mm. to
0: people. But I think it's the system starts to dictate how you live your life, isn't it? Because of the scarcity factor. Mm-hmm. You know, people are constantly in fear of yeah. not having a shelter, not having security, you know, mm-hmm. not having food. And so even if you claim to be uh, mm-hmm. someone living in balance and being spiritual... At the end of the day, you're in a system that kind of forces you, your hand to live a certain way. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, from what you're saying and also from what I've read from uh, quite a few other teachers or, uh, I don't know, people on the Internet that talk about, the, about money, man, you know, pe- money people basically, all seem to be saying that there could be a collapse in the future. Of the U.S. dollar in the monetary system, and you think, well, how is that going to impact us? What does that actually mean? Because mm-hmm. if you look at it in a realistic kind of way, mm-hmm. a collapse of a monetary system could be quite a frightening experience. Because you're when you're in a, a system where you've got have and have-nots and disparity, suddenly you're going to have people that want something that they couldn't have before, and then you know for a while there's probably going to be you know maybe chaos where people are trying to keep hold of what they had. But I guess eventually, um, you know, maybe once ev- everyone's got nothing and you've got nothing left to lose, then it's about knuckling down, perhaps, you know, you've got shelter, because obviously the houses are not going to go anywhere. Um, you might not be paying a mortgage company for it, but you obviously want to have some kind of shelter. And then you probably want to start growing your own crops and probably building your own spiritual communities. I mean do you see it kind of panning out that way? Or is it, is it like a complete surprise and it could be something completely different? Uh,
1: I think it, I, I mean, to be honest, when I was, I have to say, it's hard It's hard because when I was seeing these, uh, when I was having my sort of intense guidance for for a couple of days, just, I guess, a further awakening to things, I was seeing quite a stark sort of reality and that, that did shock me because um, I must say I hadn't, um, I hadn't really sort of perceived that before, I hadn't really seen that before um, and it didn't frighten me um, I'm not frightened by, so I, I know at the beginning and I think it can be I think there's an initial stage as um, we come around to sort of being a little bit more aware of um, maybe the shift or, or what might we may be facing, um, it can be fearful in the beginning but it's not that it frightens me because I, I totally trust that those that are living from the heart space it really is a simple thing I do trust that everyone will be fine and we'll be moving forward to to what I perceive new earth as but I must say I don't think we'll we'll go anywhere when I I think it's very symbolic and I also think it ties in with quantum physics so I feel that the way I perceive it now is that we are I feel we are living already with um, within two realities and how how extensive this um this shift is, and, and exactly what happens on the physical plane, I don't think anyone can quite um predict because I think it does tend to shift a lot and it can change um moment by moment, but it wouldn't surprise me if we do lose obviously a lot i mean if, if the monetary system goes down, if everything you know fuel will run out, for example, how are we going to tra- how will people travel will airplanes still run you know um I don't drive interesting enough I've never wanted to to learn to drive um, and I certainly don't want not bothered about doing that now um hmm. so those things for me sometimes I, I when I've had this guidance I suddenly thought oh that's why I didn't do that oh that's what so this I've I guess both my family um lived quite simply as well and I have a Swedish sort of background as well with my father's family and they were sort of lived quite simply and um I just feel the more that people are steeped in what I perceive this ma- very materialistic um, world where it's just filled with stuff. I mean, I've been there myself. I totally, a lot of my debt as well from when I first went out to university and what I perceive was, li- well, I was living quite um, unaware of so many things back then and quite sort of uh, had a difficult childhood. And, and so, you know, it took me a long time to sort of find my- myself and my place and, I was very hung up on, on, you know, things and clothes and all sorts of, and it's just that, you know, that has, has become less and less and less, so much that now I don't I don't feel a need to, to buy to buy things. I, I feel a need to eat, and, uh, you know, unfortunately I don't have a garden here, but if I did, I would be growing my own food. Um, and just step by step, all of that world has completely been um, sort of it's been i've been moved outside of that world a lot i mean i still obviously live live here in physical reality with everyone else and and that's why i find it very disconcerting now when i do go into when i meet with people that live quite differently to me and i wonder if what they would i want sometimes wonder i think oh they'd be shocked to kind of live the way i, I do sometimes with you know going about my day doing generally what I want to do. Most of the time I spend time doing my light working, you know, trying to get information out there to people on the web. It's nothing I get paid for. Um, I spend time trying to keep my vibration very high. So being out in nature, keeping myself happy. People, I think there's a lot of people out there at the moment who give themselves a hard time because they don't have a job. You know, they don't have a um yet they're doing so much good because their vibration is affecting the whole, meaning that their frequency they operate at, they're, they're happy people, they're joyous people. They may not be um, sort of working um, or they may not be doing what we've been told we should do um, as we grow up, yet they are contributing to a higher vibration on the planet, which affects the whole. So it's it's going to be interesting to see. I think we need to sort of wait and and see how things play out but I know that I'm being guided to move before what I feel will be a sort of a pole shift or um, and uh, further sort of difficulty on the physical plane I'm being guided to move to America um, to an area called Mount Shasta where I believe a lot of people have visited or or gone there for the same reason because it's actually the root chakra of the earth Um, but I know for now my job is to just be able to get out this information and to be able to do my talks um, and my workshops which really tend to um, from what I've seen and what I've heard from people tend to inspire them and to be able to bring them back to the soul level to empower them to feel that connection I don't think we need now um, reams of uh, books or courses I think this is all again further attachment um, from the teachers that I respect and I hear as well and people out there it is the same message that all we have to do, it's incredibly simple. You can get there looking at it from a psychological healing route, you can get it there from a spiritual route. We need to be balanced on mind, body, and soul, so not leaving any one of those out. Anytime we go too far in one of those spheres, we'll fall out of alignment. That affects our ascension. But we need to come within. That means that our whole, if you like, um, worldview, we've been raised to live externally. But in the model of the holographic universe and in the quantum physics, and um, the indigenous peoples, we create we are we are within, we create from within. So that external is not the be all end all, it's not that. We have to reside within. Uh, that's where everything happens from. So if we're creating our reality, um, if you've been living your whole life just focusing on out there, it's the wrong way around. <laughs> it doesn't make sense. We need to be able to to be within and have connection with ourselves and our heart to then see what, what, what we're creating be able to take that power back um but everybody lives you know if something goes wrong all of a sudden they're like oh I've got to tell people about it they don't think just to sit for a moment and and feel okay what why is that happening out there in the external what why is that being created what is going on within me at this moment for that to happen or what is the lesson in this do you see it's a completely different way of living and I really feel we've got to get that down um, and we've got to come back within and we've got to realize that we are creating this dream that this this outside reality and that we are a soul we are a spirit and if you know creating our reality and we're in a human vessel and that we must appreciate that it's it's an amazing thing but we don't see it the other way around. we've got to swap that because um otherwise when when things become difficult on the external reality collectively people will not understand. People don't seem to understand that their soul moves them to experiences in order to wake them up. So let's say somebody's relationship's just ended or they've just lost a job. They don't understand that actually, in essence, there is a part of them, i.e. their soul or their higher self, which has caused that experience to trigger a response so that they come within, so they awaken and they come to their self. And the more trauma and chaos and crisis that people have in their lives, unfortunately, it's hard for for some people to... To um, to be able to appreciate, but it's because they need it. They actually need that to awaken. Their soul is calling them for some reason to see something. Um, and you see people out there, and you know, you could look at someone's life if someone calls themselves a teacher or if someone says they're evolved. Let's have a look at their life. What's going on in their external realm? How do they deal with what goes on? And are they f- facing crisis or, you know, and how is it? How is it that they're coping with that, or are they generally quite happy with that? Are teaching us and say, do they look happy? Are they, are they working with their inner self? Do they have like rings and rings of expensive clothes and loads of things and plastic surgery, or do they seem, you know, what's going on with them externally? I think we've got a right to ask about that. I think we we need to look at that.
0: Okay. So what's the the next steps now? So are you um, going on the road soon or you've got some more preparation to do?
1: Well, my preparation right now is still um, giving belongings to charity and I'm selling off some things at my next event on Saturday. Um, I'm going to... I'm basically at the moment looking for people to, to... um, book my talks uh, my workshop basically which is my show on the road my new earth Ascension workshop I, I help people with the planetary shift so everything I've been discussing I help people with their personal changes we come together an amazing group experience and we get to see what things I think at the moment what I do in these workshops and what's most beneficial to people is that I do two things we can't just deal with the spiritual we also need to deal with the physical and the roadmap so I tend to be able to create a roadmap I show people the trends in terms of what happens on this path and they get to be able to share with the rest of the group so we can then build a support network just in that short time in that group so that the brain if you like the ego the, the mind can hold on to something and then also in that experience we we get to do soul work which is the other side of it it's that right brain experience it's that inner level um so i'm basically looking for um any organizations or festivals or or groups Uh, that want to to book me to come and um offer this two-hour workshop and i obviously say i I live on donations so there's no set fee for the workshop organization organizations obviously um they normally work things differently but if say for example somebody really wants to have this workshop if they just find enough people you know get together with a find a group I mean, I'm even at this stage not adverse to if somebody really can't find the venue, going out there and doing something in an open space. You know, it's nice weather. I've heard that it's really important that I make sure that there are not, you know, as, as least no barriers to basically me getting this teaching out there. That's my aim because people need it and I want to give it. Um, and I hope that really the ball's just going to start rolling so that, you know, if, if people, if I come to an event and then someone else hears about it, uh, and then you know I can have donations enough to support my travel I really just hope to keep moving around with my suitcase and to be able to have enough money really to eat and to travel and to stay places if I if I need to or stay with people um, so that I can continue to move around this was always my vision actually even when I was really young I saw myself talking to lots of people and I guess I was sitting around thinking it was going to come to me and uh, and I just got shown the picture of my suitcase and I'm actually writing a book. I've started my book and it's all about this journey, so I'm writing my book as I do this. Um, so it's going to be exciting. I mean, I've had a couple of uh, interests locally, so I think I'm going to be setting up a few of these things locally. Um, and I really am, I suppose, you could say I'm putting myself self out there in terms of trusting the divine and the community I I want to kind of prove that somebody can live doing what they love um, and to be able to live and eat and support themselves and to be able to continue to keep doing that with help if that makes sense Yeah, Um, that's kind of my aim Um, but obviously it needs people to be interested and it needs people to to be able to help me to help the world, I've got something I really want to offer, I've got something that I feel I've been guided to offer Um, now all I need is it is the people to want to receive that um, and to help
0: me on my way with that, really. Okay. Well, it sounds a wonderful journey that you're going mm. to be putting yourself onto, and I really hope people get behind you on yes. it. And obviously, if this is the way that the world's going to shape yeah. out to be in the future, then it's an important mission to take. So, I mean, how can people get in contact with you if they want to book you yes. for a workshop?
1: they can. Um, I've got two websites, but they can contact me at 3Ws and then Hannah. Um, hyphen elers.com so that's hyphen dot scom and then Light Workers Unite is another website so basically just emailing me is the best from those websites um, and yeah just letting me know I, I'm going to try and help I mean I know in terms of venues for people that want groups uh, where I can I will try and sort of book a venue but obviously like anything I need a certain amount of sort of uh, funds to help me to be able to book things and pay for my travel. So as the ball gets rolling it will be easier because then I will have hopefully set up certain funds. I mean I'm leaving my home with a deposit so that's something to start with. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll see how it goes but okay. uh, hopefully I can spread some fun and some joy and and really just say to people hey look you know it's not that bad. All our worst fears and oh, if I lose my home or if I get all this debt and all of this I'm like you yeah, know you can still live through it and you can have fun as well. It's not... You know, you don't need to be such so tired to this big system, especially if you're not having fun. It's just no way to live, really.
0: Yeah. I guess the only way you can get out of it is to just walk away from it. But, I mean, yeah. how do you do that if you've got debt? I mean, do you have to clear your debts first or...? Oh,
1: well, I'll wait till I've got the book deal, then I'll pay off. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, um, I, I think I'm, I'm not, I must say, I'm not advocating for everybody to go and do what I'm doing. I really do feel there's each person has a... A, a sort of a divine sort of purpose within this and um all I'm doing is it does seem to be for me that I've had to uh, any to anyone that's sort of claiming to be a helper and a teacher or a leader of others it, you 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 get given the experience so that you go through things over and above normally other people and that's just tended to be uh my life but um there will be opportunities for people but when it arises all we need to do is trust our guidance in our heart at any one moment it's not about saying oh someone's done this i'll go and do it because that means they're not listening to their guidance they're watching me people don't need to watch me and do what i do all i'm doing is helping them help themselves and get into greater connection with their heart guidance if that makes sense
0: indeed so you're basically what they say is a way shower yes we're so showing the way so that's, i mean i really do wish you all the best of luck with your journey and i do hope that you keep safe and uh and that people do get behind you with it so thank you so much Ian, and
1: thank you for all your light working you're always doing an amazing job yourself so thank
0: you thank you very much